Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like... You yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in. It is Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM, The Fan. And uh, it's going to be fun. I got to be honest, kind of interested to see how this whole one is going to shake out. For those of you that don't know, this is a show that I did years ago, probably back in 2006. Ah, it wasn't 2006. Yeah, 2006, 2007, something like that. I did this show from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. in the morning. It's called Sparky's Midday Madness. Same music, same same deal. Different voice on top of the music, but same general theme. And uh, back then, we did a bunch of different bits uh, during the course of that show. And I've talked about it before uh, on the station. We did a, a bit called To the Corner Thursdays. And... To the Corner Thursdays was a bit where you would call in over the course of, I don't know, half hour, whatever it was. Back then, there was no real social media. We ever used social media. It was just calls. And over the course of 30 minutes, you would be able to vote out a caller, a topic, or whatever the case may be. So back then, Brett Favre was a hot topic. So if people didn't want to hear Brett Favre talk on Midday Madness for the next week, you could vote it out. Now, you couldn't vote anybody or any topic out back-to-back weeks, but you could vote it out uh, for that week. If you didn't want to hear a certain caller uh, on the air, Rebecca in Hales Corners. She was the first person to get sent to the corner on a Thursday. Uh, and she was not allowed to call into the show for the following week. And then D on the east side, who was a longtime caller to the radio station back in the day, he got sent to the corner eventually, and he wasn't allowed to call in. Now, that doesn't mean you couldn't call into other shows on the station, but you just couldn't call into that show. So I may bring that back to the corner Thursdays, may return. We also did a day of the week that me and Plucker may attempt to do here at some point called Cage Match Wednesdays. Cage Match Wednesdays was we would pick a topic and... We would then give ourselves a time limit, 60 seconds, 90 seconds, whatever it is. And Marcus Brody, who was my producer back then, now living out in Vegas, making a bunch of money, he uh, would argue one side of the topic. I would argue the other side of the topic. And then we would take calls to see which one of us won 
that cage match for that Wednesday. And we would keep a running tally of it and so forth throughout the course uh, of time as we did cage match Wednesdays every Wednesday. So that's another thing uh, that we may bring back here uh, on Sparky's Midday Madness as well. Now, the difference is back then it was only two hours. Now this show is going to be one hour. For those of you going, where is Rami Makhlouf? I need my Rami. Have no fear. Rami Makhlouf will be here every weekday from 3 until 6 doing the Rami show. That continues. Uh, So Rami, 3 to 6, Monday through Friday. Sparky's Midday Madness from 2 until 3. I want to start off today's show talking about what happened over the weekend. Concerning your Milwaukee Bucks. Now, again, this was Friday night's game. And this is something that really made a lot of people mad. When you see the injury report come out Friday afternoon, and Eric Name tweets it out from The Athletic, and it says, tonight's full Bucks injury report against the Hornets, Giannis out left knee soreness. Drew Holiday out left knee contusion. Dante DiFincenzo out right hip contusion. Chris Middleton, doubtful, right knee soreness. Brooke Lopez, doubtful, back soreness. Let's go over a couple of things here, first of all. First of all, when you put on an injury report, soreness, there's no way to debate whether or not that's true or not. Fact or not. There is no x-ray or MRI to show whether or not soreness truly does exist. It's your word versus the doctor's word. Your word versus the coach's word. Your word versus the manager's word. That's really all this is about. There's really no way to argue that. Contusion? Fine. Some can play, some cannot. A bruise is a bruise, whatever. So that's, again, up to the player. It's one thing, and I've said this before, when you have a superstar, say LeBron James, and you want to rest that superstar, I've argued for years that that superstar should be rested during home games, not on the road. Because if a LeBron is coming to Milwaukee, and all these people are planning to come see LeBron because this would be the only time they're going to get to see him, he should need to play in those games if you're trying to rest the guy, let's say. In the case of Giannis, the same rules should apply. He's at home for 40-some games a year. So, yeah, stinks he might not be there when you go see him, but you'll have other opportunities to go see Giannis play. So, To that degree, I'm okay with Giannis not playing at home. But, as we'll talk about tomorrow's tomorrow's Wendy's Big Show, this isn't a rest game for Giannis, it doesn't appear, because this has been going on for some time now. And we'll get more into the Giannis injury and lack of information about said injury uh, tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show from 10 till 2. The issue that everyone has is with Drew, Dante, Chris, and Brooke Lopez all being out together with Giannis for said game. Now, are there positives? Yeah, there's positives. Positive is, what a sellout crowd. You can't have it because of the pandemic. So not as many people got screwed over by this deal. Some certainly did, though. 
we also need to think of another angle on this. The other angle on this is it's just the regular season. Don't really care what happens in the regular season when you're this Bucks team. It's all about the postseason. As long as they're healthy for the postseason, I'll sacrifice not having guys playing in the regular season games. Totally fine with it. I don't believe, and maybe I'm wrong, prior to this season, and the Bucs now having done it multiple times, I don't believe I've ever seen a group of starters sit like this together. Like, I, ever. I remember San Antonio coming to Milwaukee to play the Bucs. And Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker never even made the trip. Nope, not going. Rest. Not going to Milwaukee. I have no interest. We'll stay back here in San Antonio. Good luck, guys. And their stars sat. They sat, the Bucks, the whole lineup. The entire lineup. So, for me, I want to know simply this. As a Bucks fan, and sometimes, a lot of times, we get ripped on for being too negative, too emotional, too over-the-top Bucks fans. Bucks Twitter is at a whole different level than just us other fans, but yes, that, that we always get blamed for that. What side of this are you on right now with them sitting all of their guys? Because it's going it, to... Listen... If it happened now, it's very well could happen at the end of the season when you have tickets to go to a game and the regular season's coming to a close and they have nothing to play for because they can't follow the four and, and maybe they don't really care about two or three, whatever the case may be, and they do this again. This may affect you if you plan on going to see them play because as we get further along, your capacity is going to increase, or at least that's the belief. So are you understanding, Bucks fan? Are you the person that goes, that's eh, fine. My kids are fine seeing, you know, these backups play. It's all about seeing Jordan Norwa, Jordan Wara. That's that's what they want to see. They want to see Sam Merrill. That's that's who they want to see. Bobby Portis. We're here for Bobby Portis. Are you that fan? Or are you the other fan that says, screw this team, screw this organization, I'm not paying my money more, I'm not spending more money on tickets if this is what they're going to do? Because I promise you, they do that one or two more times and it starts affecting fuller houses at their arena more than what they just had Friday night, they're going to start separating the fan base from them. promise you. The understanding fan is going to be in the minority on this one, I have a feeling. Maybe I'll be wrong. We're going to open up the phone lines. Maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe there will be more understanding fans than I think. I don't think so. I think a majority of you would be livid and be like, I'm not going back again if there's no way of knowing if I'm going to get stuck going to a game in which five starters are all sitting. I'll tell you which side of this I'm going to be on. Coming up on the other side, dial it up. 414-799-1250, 414-799-1250. You can also tweet at 1250 uh, as well. And you can also, 1250 AM The Fan, you can also tweet at Sparky Radio if you like. Sparky's Midday Madness. What side are you on on this, Bucks fans? Are you angry, out-of-control fan that says to act with them? I'm not spending my money again if I'm going to go and all five starters are sitting. 
Or are you going to be the understanding fan and be okay with it because you're going to have a big picture view? 414-799-1250. Again, tweet us at 1250 AM, the fan. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness. On 1250 AM, the fan. Steve Sparky are with you. We'll be here weekdays from 2 to 3 now going forward. And this will be stuff that, you know, we don't get to on the big show, whatever the case may be. Sometimes it'll be stuff that breaks late, maybe in the 1 o'clock hour in the big show that I just continue with uh, up until 3 o'clock before the Rami show gets in here uh, from 3 until 6. Uh, in today's uh, scenario, it was just something that I, I wanted to address. There were there were two things that I thought were very rare that happened over the weekend. This is one of them. The other one I saw on TV, uh, and we'll get to that uh, in the in the next half hour of the show. But this one here, Friday night, having five starters all not playing uh, was a pretty big deal to me, especially when you do it at home. And that's why I wanted to know from you, which side of this are you going to be on? Are you going to be on it from the side of understanding Bucks fan, or are you going to be on the side of angry Bucks fan? I'm not spending money again to go to a game uh, if that's going to happen. Got to be careful here, Milwaukee Bucks organization. Like I, I understand that you want to rest guys and make sure that you know everybody is good for the playoffs and all that. But doing all five at once, I mean, you're fortunate you didn't have a full stadium because if that would have been a sellout or something, and all five don't play, you would have angered a whole bunch more people than what you actually did. So, what side of this are you on? Dial it up four one four seven nine nine twelve feet. 50 tweet us at 12:50 a.m. the fan mike in waukesha you're up first on sparky's midday madness what's going on mike hey what's going on so yeah we were at the game uh went with my wife and my son and then he brought a buddy from school and man were we disappointed that that was not, that was not fair to the fans after not being able to get into the game for so long you show up and this is what you get i mean we, we knew Giannis wasn't going to be in playing and I thought that was just a poor choice of, of timing. And, you know, really the overall experience at the stadium to me was, was very much a, a buzzkill, to be honest. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'm going to go back to another game. You know, I ain't going to miss out on my bucks. But at the same time, you know, they could have done that Sunday night just as easy, in my opinion. So. Sure they could have. But, see, and that's the thing uh, is – do, you, do they do it because they're at home and there's plenty of opportunities for these fans to come see the team at other points, which, again, is viable. My problem is all five at the same time is ridiculous. And secondly, ridiculous. right, secondly, uh, is it because, okay, we'll sacrifice a game, right? We're willing to lose a game all at once versus, you know, we're going to sit two guys here, we'll lessen our chances of winning. We're going to sit two guys in this game, we'll lessen our chances of winning there. So instead of doing it over three games, we're just going to sacrifice possibly losing one game. And then you look at the Hornets and you go, hey, no LaMelo ball. Even without our five starters, we might still be competitive enough to maybe steal this thing at the end. So we're going to go at it from that perspective. No, I agree with you 100%. I mean, I, hey, look, I get, the, I get the deal. You know, let's sacrifice one game. Let's get these guys rested. I'm all on board with that. But, you know, if you're going to give up one game, why not do that on the road? Why not just give that game away on 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 Sunday night. And, you know, then the fans have been waiting and dying and banging the door down to get in that place. They come to see the show and, and, and not, you know, college basketball 1.2, you know. I, it, was, it was pretty disappointing. And, um, you know, on top of that, I mean, you couldn't even, 
the concessions, you couldn't get a dog or a brat. You know, you had to buy some combo package. I was like twelve bucks. You know, and oh my god, it was it was just a real poor. Uh, I'll put if you ask me. So that's all I got. All right, man. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. Uh, Mike, don't be a stranger. See, and that's that to me is the biggest thing here, right? Is the perspective of the fan and how you look at it and, and from a business standpoint. Now, does the Bucks coaching staff have to talk to the front office about whether or not they want to uh, – rest guys or not meaning you know, does Boonholzer have to go to John Horse and those guys and say hey thinking about resting all five starters tonight I know it's a home game I know it's the Hornets what do y'all think like is this an organizational decision because I'll be honest with you it should be if it wasn't it should be to the degree of I think you could even tell Peter Fagan he needs to be in the meeting on top of John Horse. And maybe all three of these guys, Boonholzer, Fagan, uh, and John Horse, all sat in a room, agreed this was what we're going to do, and then they did it. And maybe that's how it played out. But for me, I told you I was going to answer this. Understanding Bucks fan or livid Bucks fan? If I would have went to that basketball game and I would have spent, I don't know, 20, 25 bucks on a ticket, right? Let's say it's 20, 25 bucks. And I got my my family there and I'm rolling, you know, we're five deep. So now we're in for 125 bucks for tickets. And then parking, godly knows how much parking is, 30 bucks. Dinner before you go. Okay, fine. But that's still not going to stop it. By about second or quarter or halftime, they're all going to be hungry again. So you're going to have to buy them something else to eat to go along with it. I mean, it's seriously, you're you're talking about two, two fifty, easy, probably more than that, for tickets and concessions and the whole deal. I promise you, if that would have happened to me, I would have been just seething mad, just fuming mad, angry beyond all belief. And I'm a huge Bucks fan, did post-game show on this station for a number of years. And I get big picture. But when you're sitting all five starters at once, and I'm spending all that money to come, that's going to be a problem. Now, again, obviously, if you're going and you have a media press pass or you got free tickets from somebody or whatever, yeah, you're probably annoyed, but it's not a big deal. It didn't cost you anything. But you're bringing a family there, and you don't have a ton of money to be blowing on, uh, on you know, entertainment and so forth. And that happens. You're going to lose fans. I'm telling you right now. You're going to lose fans. And when you lose fans, you're going to have nobody to blame but yourself because of this. Nothing at all. Nobody at all. And then on top of everything else, if you're a Bucks fan, you're watching your basketball team play. And now, you know, Jordan War is out there putting on a show, right? So now do you know what's occurred? Now you have people on social media going, he should be playing over Pat Connaughton. Why isn't he playing over Pat Connaughton? We never really got to see him play outside these last couple of games where y'all decided to sit everybody. He's better than Pat Connaughton. Why isn't he playing more? So now what you're doing is 
Now you're going to open up Pandora's box because now you're going to let these people see what that second-round pick actually does look like, how he actually does play, how he can hit the outside shot, similar to Pat Connaughton, and gives you everything but might be more talented than Pat Connaughton. So now you opened up that box too, that Pandora's box. Just telling you, if it would have been me, I would have been absolutely livid. All right, more calls. 414-799-1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan, are you the understanding fan after this fiasco on Friday night with nobody playing in the starting lineup? Or are you the guy that's just livid and going, I may not go back again after that? Because again, not everybody has a ton of disposable income right now, especially at this point. Pete in Appleton, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan. What's going on, Pete? Hey, Sparky, how are you doing today? Good. Good, good. Um, well, you know, living in Appleton, it's, you know, from where I live, it's almost two hours to get down here. Oh, man, that's a drive, too, and gas so, and everything else. Exactly. So I get to, you know, two, three games a year, and typically they're on the weekends because of the work schedule. But, you know, if I got down there, look, sitting at home watching it on TV, I understood. If I would have drove down there, I would have been so ticked off. I would have asked for my money back. I would have been so mad. Because I understand when you go to a game, there's a chance that players are going to rest. I get that. I've been to hundreds of Brewer games, and, you know, you know, your favorite person didn't always play. You know, Robin Young didn't play every game. Ryan Braun didn't play every game. You know, it, just, it, it was just one of those things. You, you, you know that that's a possibility. But you don't know that there's a possibility that all five starters are going to be out that's nope. like if, if you went to the Brewer game tonight and the whole, well, Brewer is maybe a bad example because God only knows what the starting lineup is every day. <laughs> but but if you went to a Packer game and you got there and all 11 guys on offense were gone that day, you'd be like, what the heck? You know, you did. Well, I guess it's a preseason game. So. But think about it. Think about going to a week eight game against Jacksonville at Lambeau. You show up, you do your tailgating, you get inside, and you find out Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, David Bakhtiari, the Smith brothers, and uh, Jair Alexander all aren't playing, all resting, don't need to really play them against Jacksonville. So we're just kind of giving them all the game off. How angry would Packer fans be? Oh, exactly. They would be livid. I mean, especially with the price you pay for a Packer ticket. Yep. So... I mean, granted, now Bucks tickets aren't, you know, all that cheap either, but, eh, you know, depending on where you sit. But, yeah, I mean, coming from Appleton, I mean, obviously Green Bay is a lot closer, but coming from Appleton down here to Brewer games and Bucks games, you know, I can barely, I can do it on the weekend. No so doubt. So when you come down and they're not playing, yeah, it does tick you off. I'd still come back, but I'd be kicked off. And if it happened a second so. time? Well, if it happened a second time, I'd have to really question things. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Thank you, Pete. <laughs> Thanks. Right. And yep. I'm telling y'all, this could happen again before the end of the season. I'm telling you right now. If they aren't playing for anything, if they're going two seed, three seed, same thing, too far out of the one, and there's, you know, three, four games left, they could do this again. Like, this is very possible. This could happen again. And by that point, there could be more fans let in. And they very well could say, guys, listen, we're sorry. We apologize, but... You know, this is about trying to win a championship and making sure our players are healthy for the playoffs, and that's why we're doing what we're doing. And they very well could say that, and in their brain, it makes sense. And in a reasonable person's brain, it makes sense. But you're not going to be the reasonable person after you spend all that money and go to the stadium and find out you're watching a bunch of bench guys. You aren't going to be reasonable at that point. 
It's not going to happen. Matt in Greendale, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up? Hey, man. Uh, first off, first time caller, and I uh, just want to say that I uh, really, really like uh, you, Leroy, and uh, Gary. Love Thank you. I appreciate guys. it. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about uh, you mentioned that Jordan uh, Nora looking pretty good and how come he's not playing, and I totally agree because you see him knock down those threes. He lo- he's got a little bit of swagger. He looks pretty decent, and, you know, when Connington's in there and he's not doing well, it does make you think, like, why aren't they throwing this guy in there? And then, like I told your screener, it, it brings flashbacks to the Raptors series where – but doesn't want to, you know, he's sticking with his plan. And that's, it's just a little frustrating, man. I'm not like a negative Bucks fan, but I do think that uh, Jordan should be, and even Merrill for that matter, like he's, he's knocking them down too. Like give him some more, some more time. Well, that's going to be the thing that that we're going to find out to, and we're going to see. I agree with you with Jordan Wara. He has played really, really well at this point. I like Merrill early on in the season when I was seeing him. Uh, I can knock down that outside shot, but so can Jordan Wara at this point. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Don't be a stranger, uh, Matt in Greendale. Please do not be a stranger. Let's go to Irv on the south side. Irv, are you going to be that understanding Bucks fan uh, no, when the starting five are, are not playing and you spend all your money, or are you going to probably be the more angry, seething fan like I would have been? I'm angry. I'm angry for the simple fact because to me it's the typical Bud BS. Or I, and I just, I'm saying Bud stuff when I say BS. And he always want to tinker with the lineup, and you know, and but he don't ever tinker with the lineup when he has you know everybody on the floor. His starting five. I want to see these guys play and develop chemistry when we have our starting five on the on the floor, so they can you know see what it is to play and get ready for that playoff mode, and so they're not cheerleaders um, at the end of the season. To me, Bud has too much loyalty to Connaughton, and yes, I don't even want to talk about Giannis's brother. Like I'm so. Herb, I've said it before on the big show that, you know, some some parents will say, hey, look, I don't have a favorite child. Deep yeah. down, parents have favorite children probably, what right? Have, what happened to this Karoo guy that they got for, with the trade with uh, P.J. Tucker? I, mean, I watched his highlights. He reminded me of uh, a younger Ursa. He played. You know, he, he was the first sub in on Friday night, I believe. But I, I want these people to play, you know, and develop chemistry. That's the only thing that's going to get you in the playoffs going up against these teams like the Sixers and the Nets is chemistry and trust that, I, hey, if I kick it out to you, uh, Giannis, I kick it out to you because they, they're closing the hole, you're going to hit the, the shot. If they come off the bench every you know two to three weeks, how do I have that chemistry with these guys? Well, what the issue is now going to become is, are these younger guys better than the guys that have been playing in front of them this whole time? Man, there's a lot of people. But I don't even know how content got a contract, honestly. I don't. Not I, only, I not boring. only, but Irv, not only did he get a contract, he got one contract, the front office screwed it up, so they had to go back to him and say, whoops, we screwed it up, we're going to screw everything else up after it, we have to redo it, and his agent said, cool, then you're going to pay him more money. So then they had to pay him even more money than they were going to pay him originally. Man, he got some dirt on somebody, but uh, he in a corner for the rest of the year. Yeah, I, the, the Pat content thing, I don't get either. Thanks for the call, Irv, appreciate it. The content thing is just beyond frustrating. And and I'm I'm done with defending them and everything else because nobody can give me a square answer on why in the world that dude plays closing minutes at the end of games. Like, nobody. I've asked nobody. This hard and hustle guy, 
fine. Okay, I can find other guys that have hard and hustle. Jeff Teague, fine, he'll do it. Jordan Wara, he'll do it. Put the more talented players on the basketball floor. That's all I'm asking. These hard and hustle guys, fine. Play your hard and hustle guys when you're down 20 and trying to figure out how to get back into it. Play your hard and hustle guys then. Play hard and hustle guys at the end of a game? You want everybody on the on the floor to be a factor at that point. He's just not consistently that guy. Just not. Ay, ay, ay. All right, so the Milwaukee Bucks sit all five starters Friday night. Are you the understanding big picture Bucks fan? Or would you be the seething, irate Bucks fan like I would have been had I brought my entire family and spent all that money at that game? 414 799 1250. 414 799 1250. Tweet us at 1250 AM. The fan. We got people on hold. Who we got? We got Anthony. We got Lewis. You guys are all coming up next here on Sparky's Midday Madness. Welcome back, Sparky's Midday Madness. Episode one. We'll be on each and every day from 2 until 3 with Sparky's Midday Madness. Rami's show will be on from 3 to 6 every day going forward. I know some of you guys have been complaining about, ah, you guys keep changing things up. I, I understand. It, it's going to stay this way now here for a while. I'm pretty sure we're we're pretty much set here. So it'll be Wendy's Big Show 10 till 2 after Bart Show. And then Sparky's Midday Madness 2 to 3. And then 3 to 6, uh, the Wendy's Big Show. And I get to talk to my, my good guys over at Young Express. John Young and the crew over there. Coming to talk about so much, it's continuing to grow. Yeah, they are. Absolutely, they are. Uh, and I'll tell you more about the guys over at Young Express coming up in just a couple of minutes. But first, let's get back to the topic at hand. And the topic is a quite simple one. The Bucks decided to sit Five starters on Friday night. Would you be the understanding big picture fan of, ah, yeah, I spent a lot of money, but I get it. I'm fine with it. It's all about the playoffs. Or would you be the fan that I would be if you brought your family of there? In our case, it would be five. Spending two to $300, I would be seething mad and livid had we spent all that money and then none of the starters would have played. I, I would not have been understanding uh, at all. N- not in the least bit. Anthony, drive around in his car. You're next on Sparky's Midday Madness. What's up, Anthony? Well, I got to take the philosophical view and the understanding Bucks fan view and say this. If you would have seen all five starters in this particular instance, you're still not seeing a healthy Bucks team. You're seeing a hobbled Giannis. You're seeing one of their best defenders who they just brought in who's not healthy, who needs to figure out a way to work himself into this team. And you're also seeing a brand-new backup point guard whom they have to figure out how is he going to work because he's never played with most of these guys before. So my view is this. Yeah, it's unfortunate if all five starters were out the night that you chose to bring your family, but if you're a true fan, guess what? You're seeing guys on the roster who may someday be stars, too, if not for your team, for others. And how does a playoff team know if their bench guys are ready? Unless they use this time right now. It's a COVID year. Everything's a mess. The schedule is weird. Giannis has tweaked his knee again. You've got a guy in Drew Holiday who plays hard, all the time. He's not just a shooting point guard who loafs on defense. I want the big three rested and healthy in the playoffs, and I want to know what the bench can do. I want to know what Connaughton can do in a pressure situation We've in a seen playoff that. game. Will he hit that three from the corner? Because I want the hustle also. A guy who can give you a few more percentage points from a three 
point-range standpoint, isn't any guarantee that he's going to make the shots either. So I want a guy on the floor who's going to play hard on both ends. I don't want Giannis doing anything to that knee that he doesn't have to. And if you're looking at the big picture, everybody on an NBA roster, Sparky, should be game-ready. Now, most rotations are not going to go 13, 14, 15. No chance. Most are going nine nine guys, sometimes ten. Fourth guy to be ready because things happen in the playoffs. Sure, you're, you're absolutely right. You're just a whiner, man. You I know, Anthony. Be an all pro. The, the one consistent. All, everybody's an all pro or an all star in, in Sparky's world. Anthony, That's how it works. The one consistent thing about you and I is we never agree. And the other consistent thing is he never wants to have a conversation. He wants to have his take. Anthony doesn't hang up because he can't engage in an actual debate format. That's Anthony's model. Has been for, how long has Anthony been calling here? Five to ten years? Something like that. So that's always been the case. Um, Which is fine. So Anthony is a Pat Connaughton fan. He likes Pat Connaughton, and that's good. Everybody should have a fan. I All I'm saying is, if I want to get Jordan Wara more time, fine. Then it's going to come at the expense of Pat Connaughton. Sorry. He's going to sit over there, and Jordan War is going to get some additional run. You saw War get some additional run in this last game. Now, again, a blowout of Orlando, but that's how it's going to occur. I know what Pat Connaughton is. You, the listener, knows who Pat Connaughton is at this point. I don't need to see any more Pat Connaughton to know what he is. Got a good idea. But like Anthony said, and he's right, let's see what these other guys look like. That's fine. And I'm fine if you want to sit on DiVincenzo on a night. Cool. Then play whoever you want to play in his place. If you want to sit a Giannis and a DiVincenzo, fine. A Giannis and a Brooke Lopez, cool. The issue becomes when you sit all five. All five. And again, make a Packer comparison. That would never happen in a Packer comparison in a regular season game. And I know it's, I mean... They're looking big picture and winning a championship. And if the Bucs win a championship game this year, nobody will bring this up again. But if they do it again, then this is going to become even a bigger issue the next time they do it. Lewis, on the north side, you're next on Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan. What's going on, Lewis? What's up, Spark? What's up? Man, I'm, I'm with you. I, I'd be living. Like, like this guy is I, – I don't know if – obviously he knows what he's doing. He's a basketball player. Talking about Boonholzer? Yes, but but I think he wants to be so much like Popovich. You know what I'm saying? To, to it, it's to his detriment. You know, Popovich is the one who does silly things like sit all the five players. You know, have Tim Duncan coach a little bit. Budenholzer isn't that guy, but he thinks he is. You know what I'm saying? Like I told you before, all the coaches they think they're the smartest guy in the room, and you don't get your, your bench player. You don't give them starter minutes. They're not going to be playing starter minutes in the playoffs. They're going to be playing you know, bench minutes with the starters. That's how you work those guys in. And, you know, like I was telling the screener, maybe this is a better question. Who is going to coach this team next year once we get bounced in the first and second round and, and Bud gets fired? Because it's going to happen. Because we're probably looking at Miami or, yeah. or Boston and then, you know, Brooklyn and then Philly. I agree with you. If they end up in the two or three seed, it's going to be very difficult for them to get through. I, I don't disagree with you, Lewis. The the real hard. The thing about this, though, is, and again, Kid was a Giannis guy, and they moved on from Kid. So just because Giannis loves himself some Budenholzer doesn't necessarily mean that Budenholzer will stay. What this is all going to come down to, thanks for the call, Lewis, what this is all going to come down to at the end of the day is whether or not Mark Lazary 
is okay with Boonholzer going forward. Remember, this was not his pick for hire. This was not his guy. But the others wanted him, so that's who they hired was Boonholzer. So now that he's back having total control here, or last say, I guess, I shouldn't say total control. The owners all have say, but he has final say. Because he's back in that situation again means that he's going to be the one that gets to decide what happens at the end of the day. I could be wrong on this, but in conversations with both of them, I think Wesley Edens appears to be the more patient one as far as letting things play out. And I think Mark Lazary tends to be more of the emotional fan type in all of this, similar to probably you and I. So whether or not he's quick to make a judgment, and some of you may say, hey, no need to be quick, as far as this will be the third year of Boonholzer, but will he make a change after this year if they were to get bounced in the second round again? I don't know. I don't think any of us know. But that, that's really what it's going to come down to at the end of the day, is would he make a change? And the way they've approached this in the offseason was, and Giannis as well, that, hey, guys, look, we may not go win a championship this year. We may not go win a championship next year. It's a process. It's going to take some time. Every team has to go over these hurdles to get to where they want to go to, right? Everybody's got to get past that team that they couldn't get past, right? The Bulls and the bad boy Pistons and go down the line. In the NBA, there's there's a bunch of examples you can use. So they're taking that side of this and saying that, give it time. Like, it's just not going to happen. We'll keep working on it. We're going to do things the correct way, and it will work itself out, and we'll get the result we want. So if that's going to be the mentality of the Bucks ownership group, then Boonholzer is going to be here next year too, regardless of what happens in the playoffs. Very well could. All right, uh, I told you we were going to talk about two things that were very rare. The, the first of which was what happened to five serve for him. Five starters sitting in the same game. Never seen it before, to the best of my knowledge, prior to this year. Because, again, even with San Antonio, they sat three starters or didn't send three starters. I believe the other two guys played that night in Milwaukee. So that, that's the first thing that was rare. There's something else that I saw on TV yesterday that was even more rare than that, possibly. Or right along the same, same line of being that rare. Uh, and we'll let you know what that is coming up next. But first, let me tell you all about my friends over at Young Express. I told you I had some news, right? I told you they just continued to grow and grow and grow. Well, you have an opportunity to live a stress-free lifestyle, put the windows down, turn up the radio to the fan, and drive, baby, drive, and get paid for it, too. Now, why would you want to drive for Young Express? It's, look, guys, it's it's pretty simple. It really is, man. I mean, you're, you're driving your vehicle to point A. They put stuff in your vehicle. You go to where Young Express tells you to go to drop it off. Then you get back with Young Express, right? And they tell you the dispatch person, and they tell you where to go next and what to pick up next. And you take it there. That's it. You drive for a living. That That's what you're going to do. That's going to be your career. You're going to drive for your career. And you're going to be an independent contractor on top of it, which is even better. So you're kind of like partners to a certain degree with Young Express, right? They have a 24-7 dispatch team. Now, that's important because you want to be able to get answers to where you're going next. Because if you're not driving, you're not making any money. <laughs> that is going to be the key here. 
Now, you can decide how you want to do this. You can drive locally. You can drive regionally. You can drive over the road. You can kind of put the whole thing together. And with minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express will provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. And like I said, it's all loaded for you. 99% no-touch freight. The freight is loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is worry about driving. They're looking for full-time independent contractors today. Join the Young Express team. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express, success drives them. Wendy's Big Show coming up tomorrow from 10 to 2. Don't forget Jared Greenberg, NBA on TNT tomorrow. Plus, my guy Chad Ryder from NFL.com, NFL Network. He had a four-round mock draft a couple weeks ago, and he had the Packers making a trade in the mock draft. Uh, So we will talk to Chad Ryder uh, about that. Uh, Real quickly here, I've seen people on Twitter. Where's Tim? Okay. Tim Allen uh, hosts the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Driven by Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. Uh, and he will continue to do that uh, going forward. Uh, and Rami uh, has been doing his own show, The Rami Show, uh, from three, well, from two until six, the last couple of weeks since the baseball season started. It's so really Tim, good. So Tim could just do the postgame it's show. It's a really good show. A lot of people are listening. Mm-hmm. So, so no Tim. So that, that takes care of that, right? So he's not here. Uh, then it was, man, you screwed Rami and took an hour away no, from him. I'm good, guys. I appreciate all your loyalty and yeah, people and, not and happy anger that they took an hour oh, away from. Yeah. But it's it's there's good news coming for your boy. Yeah, if you like Rami, if you if you like good things for Rami, there's good news coming, and there's a good reason for this. Yeah, so so stay tuned yes. for that. I got a uh, tweet here uh, from Red Baron twenty two at Sparky Radio and at twelve fifty AM. The fan. I went to a Bucks game last year. My dad spent four hundred dollars plus on tickets to see the Lakers and Bucks play. Two of my favorite players to play the game. Don't get me wrong. I was happy to go to the game, but I was severely disappointed when I found out uh, that his fav- two of his favorite players were both sitting that night. Giannis and LeBron both didn't play. Four hundred plus dollars. We're going to talk about this on the Rami show today uh, would imagine, at 4 o'clock. I would imagine you might. So stay tuned for Rami at, at 4 o'clock. Now, the one thing I like about Rami here is he uh, was at Score North in Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. And when he was there, something big happened in the world of sports to a degree. It stopped? Uh, well, no. It was, oh. it was a big moment in this sport. And Rami happened to be in Minneapolis at Score North when this this big event change happened. And I didn't know even that Rami could care less about it or know anything about it until one day he texted me or called me asking for a, a certain athlete's, uh, if I could hook him up with a certain athlete in this sport. And that sport is bowling. Oh, the PBA my guy, Tour. The fish. Kyle True. Yeah. Okay. So that, that only became a deal because the PBA signed a deal with Fox uh, Fox Sports. So they're on Fox 6. Dude, that guy's on- awesome. Good interview, yes, too. Yes, very Really good, good interview. Fox, he's on, uh, Fox 6, the PBA Tour is on now, and then FS1, and then they show replays. And that's how Rami got to see it because he was doing his show uh, with Mackie and the Negative Guy. And they're, they're doing their show, and as they're doing the show, he sees Troop and his big old hair up there Dude, bowling. he had the pick in it? Right, right, like, right, right. He would hit a strike and come out dancing and picking his hair. Right. It was amazing. Okay. So, and having said all that, so he kind of got in the PBA a little bit. Not much, but a little bit. Okay. Just that just that dude. Just that dude. And I like Pete Weber. Fine. Just for the who do you think you are, I am. So now today, today, Rami Makhlouf tweets about the PBA tour again. 
again, I tell you. And I was like, man, you know this is big news. I like a showman. Yes. I like a showman is what I appreciate in any sport. Spark is a showman. And we can announce this now. Yeah. Uh, Evan Heffelfinger Mm -hmm. coming back to produce the Romney show. And he comes back with a new nickname. Clearly. (laughs) So he thought, Romney did, looking at this bowler in the PBA Tour, that it might be Evan Heffelfinger's brother or whatever. Not really quite sure. But this guy's name is Anthony Neuer. And if you've ever watched bowling or been to a bowling alley, the 7-10 split is damn near an impossible shot, right? And it hasn't happened since, I think, Mark Roth. See, I thought that was a thing that professional bowlers could do easily. It said in that tweet, it, has, it hasn't been done on TV. on TV since, what, 1970-something? Is Mark that right? Roth. Mark Good Roth. Lord. Right. So the 7-10 split are the back two corner pins. Uh, when you're looking at the pins all set up, it's the back two corner pins. So all the pins get knocked down. The back two, the farthest ones apart on I the way. I think everybody knows what the 710 ones, is, right? I assume nothing. No? Okay. So there, and, and those are the two. All right, fine. So this kid, Anthony Newer, who is in the U.S. Open semifinal match uh, for the PBA on TV, the whole deal, now has an opportunity uh, to possibly make this shot. And he's a young kid. Whole deal. And uh, this is how it played out on Fox. And the 710 only been made on television three times in the history of professional bowling on TV. Come on, kid, do it. Oh, he did it! He did it! He, did it! he, did it! he got the 710, Randy! Oh he did it! Woo-hoo-hoo! My goodness, the ginger assassin just dropped the 710! You bet, kid! You bet! Oh, man! <laughs> Give me some oxygen and water to spare the game. Brought to you by Guaranteed Rate. If you believe it, you can do it. Guaranteed Rate. Believe you will. I believe the ginger assassin can drop the 7-10. Oh, man. Yeah, first of all, if you don't know who that is on the who call. Who is that announcer? He is <laughs> just he, screaming he, his way through an he, endorsement read. I he, love it. He is one of my favorite people. Rob Stone. <laughs> Oh, is that uh, Rob? I've met Rob. Yes. Haven't I met Rob? Didn't uh, he come in for the bowling show once yes. or twice? Okay. Yeah. So, Rob, Rob Stone. And um, actually, did he come in for the bowling show or I not? I think so. I don't I know. I think I remember meeting Rob Stone. So, Rob Stone is the play-by-play guy. Now, Rob Stone was a play-by-play guy a few years ago. And, you know, three strikes in a row was called, it's called turkey. Mm-hmm. Two is a double, three is a turkey. When he got in there, he's not a big bowling guy. So, he just likes to have fun, as you can tell. So he started yelling, well, if three's a turkey, then I'm, four should be a ham bone. So he started yelling ham bone every time there was a four strike. I like uh, it. Some bowlers didn't like it. The diehard bowling community didn't really like it. I loved it, right? So then after that year or whatever it was, he went away. And he was doing Fox National. He got the soccer job. So he's doing Fox soccer because he was at ESPN, got the Fox soccer job. So he's doing studio work for Fox for soccer. He's doing studio work for Fox for college basketball. So he's doing all of that. Well, then Fox signs the deal when you were in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. So right away, I was like, hey, 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 Rob Stone's back in the family. Let's go get him back. They got him sure back. Sure enough. That's why. That's entertaining. Right. Yeah. So even if you're not a bowling fan, you can't help but to get kind of geeked I, out a little I bit about that. I said that to Joe. It's I planned on so playing that on good. my show today. He right. just stole all my thunder. The ginger the assassin. Ginger assassin. Right. That's his nickname. Nobody else calls him that except Rob Stone. That's all right. I only got three hours right. to fill. But now, you so. got. But you got Evan now. That's true. So you can Isn't use it, that. If he you is want. now the ginger assassin. The ginger assassin. I like that we can cross talk now. Because you don't, you don't alienate a statewide audience no. by bringing yeah, out the guy know. nobody knows no. in the last segment. I'm glad we could do this. Yes. This is good. I like this. Yes, this absolutely. Nice. So that, that was the other rare thing I said. You know, the first rare thing.
thing was five starters sitting at one time. Ridiculous. Never. I don't think I've ever seen that before this year. Uh, and then the second thing was that 7-10 split. And I'm telling you, you know, for Brewer fans, no hitters are a big deal, right? Juan Nieves 100 years ago. Fine. But those are more common in Major League yeah, Baseball for now sure. than ever, right? Like I said, You've I seen thought, that. I assume that was just a routine thing for a pro bowler. To be able did to you that see how split. he did it? You have to bounce it back up onto the deck and then have it spin across to hit it. I mean, you're talking That's to a guy hard. who you're talking to a guy who bowled a 13 once. So no, I don't understand how he did it. Yeah, yeah. I can't help you with that. It's been years. I, I really meant to meant to take you back out to try it again, but I. I just don't know if I have the patience. A Thirteen. To deal. I don't know if I have a the one, patience. That's to a deal one with and you. a three. That's a one in front of a three. I yeah. bowled that. I bowled that. Yeah, I don't think what? I. I don't think I can do that. Uh, what, what's coming up on today's Robbie show? What is coming up on today's Robbie show? Well, we'll talk about the Brewers right out of the gates. That offense is it for real? What is for real when it comes to that Brewers offense? Richard Deitch is going to join me at three uh, thirty. Sparky, have you ever talked to Richard Deitch? No, I thought I was going to though after you booked him for my show. I, I thought. I listened to Rami's promo. <laughs> two thirty-five. Richard Deitch. I'm like, wait a second, Rami. Um, I'm on a two to three. He's well, one of my, fa- he's one of my favorite people to to read when it comes to sports media and like the business of it. And I, like and I love talking to him about it too. He's going to join oh, me at two thirty. Oh, so you've talked to him before. Three thirty. Yes, I have. Uh, four o'clock. Huh. Uh, we'll get into that Bucks thing you were just talking about and screaming sitting about. the starters screaming about. Yeah. And uh, Tim Allen joins me for a half hour block at four thirty. We'll do some Brewers and we'll do some draft mockery. And then uh, pick a lane is still a thing. By at the way, the draft mockery, I won that one that I filled you in. Did. You did. You did when we drafted Bucks teams. Yes. Yeah, I did pretty yes, good. Yes, you did. Why were you laughing at me when I told you I use I use a face lotion now? I said that right before you turned on the microphones and you started chuckling because I have a photo shoot tomorrow. You do. For the big, the big new Rami show. And right. you're like, put on some makeup or something. And I said, well, I do use something a, to help I you. I do use a face cream. Why is that funny? Why is that funny to you? That I use a face cream. Do you not look at yourself in the mirror every yeah, day? Yeah, that's I'm trying to. That's wait, what I'm trying to. I'm wait, a face working cream's on not this. gonna make you look any better. <laughs> what do you think? It's not gonna help you. It's gonna make your my, skin nice and soft. My skin has never been so radiant. I've been, radiant. Ex, I've been exfoliating, using a face cream. My pores are non-existent. My pores have disappeared. You don't even see pores on this face. Immaculate, immaculate cool. skin. All I right. mean, I can't do anything about the rest, but the skin. Stay. Skin is looking nice. I'm going to say is that'll, that'll do it for Sparky's Midday Madness. Look out for Rami's Beauty Podcast coming up shortly here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.